The Alpha Sessions. Hello and welcome to the Alpha Sessions. I am Lisa Lewis and I'm joined by the brilliant Mari Dangerfield. How are you today? I'm feeling good. It's been a nice warmer day out of this autumn time, which is <laughs> a nice surprise. The one hot day has been like, <laughs> this morning the temperature was awful. Did you feel it? Yeah, I could feel it. I put my jacket on coming out and I immediately took it straight off. I put it in my suitcase because yeah. I thought, nope. <laughs> At first it was freezing and right now it's like getting way too hot. <laughs> too hot for jumpers so then tell us all what is your genre like how would you describe your music i would say alternative alternative pop alternative electronic that sort of world is where i like somewhere. so when you perform your songs you play the keyboard do you only play the keyboard then or do you have guitar electric guitar what else do you <laughs> it kind of depends so i do a few different um setups when i perform live the one I'm doing today is um, solo, my solo setup. So that's with the keyboard. I also have some mini synths from a stylophone range. I don't know if you've heard of the stylophone. Yeah. Um, and then I have the band setup. So I have bass guitar, uh, guitar, and then some of the electronic stuff that I do. Um, there's a possibility for me to have a drummer as well at some point in that setup, um, and then I do like an acoustic duo setup. With What's it. your favourite setup? Difficult to choose. I really like the band shows. I think because then there's more kind of energy, and I get to share the experience with other people. Is one of the most fulfilling aspects. I think. Mm-hmm. doing this so then you, what's so you say you're like alternative what sort of music did you grow up with or artists that influenced your career so I got really obsessed with David Bowie when I was about 14 and um, I think that had a really major impact on the trajectory of everything else after that um, in terms of like things that I decided to do so the stylophone was because of David Bowie and I got to work with his producer a couple of times as well Um, and then I had a lot of other um, artists I liked too obviously the Spice Girls they're amazing I love the Spice Girls (laughs) and um, Elton John as actually my very first musical memory as in on a cruise ship dancing to Elton John's song. Have you ever seen either of them in concert? I really wanted to. Elton John's tickets were so expensive. Yeah, they were. Um, I might, if Spice Girls do another reunion if tour. They, if they do, we're all going. Yeah. Get everyone down the whole team. 100%. <laughs> yeah. So I also know that you begun your music career through the competition Mute and you won it, which is incredible. So well done for winning that. Thank you. Absolutely amazing. So tell us about your time in the competition. How was it for you? Um, it was cool. I definitely didn't expect to win. Um, there were lots of really cool entries. Um, one of which I'm glad she also won because she was one oh, of the. Oh, two winners. There were like three winners. Oh wow! So there were different categories in the competition. Oh, got you. So it was one like it was a piano version. One was for like the actual video itself, and one was like a different wacky version and I won the wacky one of course um yeah one of them was actually shot in Innsbruck in Austria on top of a mountain 
and she was saying to me like her fingers were literally freezing because she was playing in like minus I don't know what That's outside <laughs> and they actually did a trick because at one point the, it got so cold they couldn't do it any longer so they actually went inside and filmed some of it inside and you can't really like unless you knew you couldn't really tell that they actually filmed the close-ups inside yeah wow must have been awful in the cold <laughs> i believe in in the british cold on the mountain <laughs> i know but it made such a beautiful video so yeah i'm, I'm sure it was inc- it, like, amazing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you also produce your music don't you you write and produce it yeah that's right yeah. so which one do you prefer then i prefer writing I prefer the initial stage when I'm developing the idea, something magical is forming, you know, that's the more special moment. So like, when when do you know when you have the idea to write it? Like, what brings you to think this is going to be a song? I think it's the lyric first, most of the time. It's a, a lyric and a concept together mm. that seem to fit. Um, and then maybe a melody will come and creep in one of the bits I'm like oh, I like where this is going and then take it, it from goes there from there mm-hmm. <laughs> formed his own song yeah. and they're amazing this song's amazing thank you and so we've got songs you just released your new EP Eco Fever that's right that was in June right so what inspired the name of EP Eco Fever so Eco Fever was named after the title track and I got the name for the title track from the idea that there's a kind of, I suppose, a buzz around climate change and it's an important topic at the moment and will be for the foreseeable future. And the fact that summertime is like a really upbeat, really happy time of year for people, they enjoy the good weather. There's a whole thing to that and there's a whole thing to loving nature as well. And then there's the whole Saturday Night Beaver disco side to it as well. So I kind of put that together. And Let's get my made eco fever. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds so cool. Thank you. The boys love the animals. They bring a calm that I don't know. That I could never know anywhere else. The tallest mountains to the seas. They draw me like a melody. It's more to life than I could ever see There's nothing like it, it's the world 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 I've got an eco fever
Alpha sessions. What is your favourite song on that EP then? I think. Hmm. It's a pretty difficult one to think of. Ruins is really important to me. Um, but so is Eco Anxiety. I think I like the Eco Anxiety remix the most. Why is that? Because I think. I'd, I'd never had um, a song kind of dealt with in that way before. This was um, remixed by Rory Childs. And kind of when I heard it for the first time, I went so crazy. I was so blown away by it. So I think that one. But a close second is definitely Ruins because um, it's just a moment for me. You know, we all have these moments in life that something shifts something we learn a hard lesson and that was one of them for me wow and you also performed ruins for us so do you mm-hmm. want to talk a bit about ruins explain or mm-hmm. so um it's kind of about letting go of an important relationship and i said it in like an apocalyptic world where we're it's <laughs> not very upbeat um but we're all kind of doomed by climate change we're kind of at the end of the world i suppose because of climate change and this person's also facing the end of the relationship and it's all kind of happening together so would you say it's like a lesson for everyone or a warning i suppose it's it's like art art with fused with climate change with a big breakup song mm-hmm. i think that's what i would say and anyone you know art you can make what you want of it yeah and you've just signed to the label dimple diaries right dimple discs yeah dimple discs my bad sorry dimple discs mm-hmm. and i want to know your journey towards being signed by them and how has this changed your career uh so it was very unexpected um I was performing a show in Old Kent Road for someone called Neil March. Um, he does um, a radio show, he does a blog, and he does live shows as well. And someone from the label, in fact the, the head of the label, was there at the show and really liked my sh- my performance. But it, it wasn't like an immediate, like, say anything. It was um, several months later they got in touch and I would say 
it's provided a little bit more stability in what I'm doing, a little bit more, it's streamlined it a little bit more. So you know how with independent artists, when we're doing the social media, we're doing the uh, promotion, where, you know, um, organizing everything from top to bottom. Um, with the label behind me, they're doing the distribution. Um, they are organizing things for me, sometimes like shows. So it makes it a lot easier. They've so been waiting for shoulders. <laughs> yeah, it is a certain way, and it's just a support as well. Mm-hmm. You know, someone that, that cares about what you're doing. It's it's a nice mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. And have they helped you create any new music, or is that all off your own back? Um, they kind of fund a little bit of if mm-hmm. I need to have a mix done or anything like that. Um. But yeah, mostly I still do it myself in terms of like production. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'll be open to maybe more collaborations in the future. Mm-hmm. So we'll see where that goes. Yeah. And you have begun a collection called Seven Dresses, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So these are the dresses that you want at different parts of your career. And I want to know a bit about your collection. Like, tell us. Yeah, sure. So this was an idea I had that I wanted to break away from, like, the whole T-shirts, hats, badges thing. Typical merchandise. Yeah. Um, not just because um, I wasn't satisfied with the kind of environmental, mm-hmm. um, I guess, standards. Um, even, like, the most ethically made T-shirt uses gallons of water and... You know, can I justify that really? And I thought, well, I think I can do better than that. And why not have the clothing that is part of my legacy as an artist available to others to own and to honour and to enjoy? You know, that's a much more sustainable way. And it's more personal. Exactly. Yeah. So I created a collection of seven dresses um, from over my career. Um, that featured in different things like music videos or mm-hmm. live shows, photo shoots, that sort of thing. That's really cool. So, I know, you? like, when I watch artists, I'm like, oh, I want to know where they got their top from, this from. So it's really nice <laughs> that you're showing it. Yeah. It's yeah, really, really cool. <laughs> Thank you. So, what is your favourite dress in that collection then? I think the two tone dress. Two so tone. did you wear that? I wore that for the photo shoot I did for my album CD promotion so it was on the inner sleeve and in the zine as well that I did cool yeah so now I want to do some quick fire questions okay sure. so it's to do with fashion because also your song fashion whore as well right yeah you know it's all together um mm-hmm. I'm gonna give you options of clothing you gotta tell me straight away which one you'd rather wear okay okay no pressure okay no pressure no pressure <laughs> right skirts or dresses dresses okay jeans or tracksuits jeans Jumper or t-shirts? Jumper. <laughs> Shorts or trousers? Trousers. Hats or scarves? Hats. Heels or trainers? Trainers. Handbag or rucksack? Rucksack. Now leather jacket or denim jacket? Denim jacket. Coats or cardigans? Cardigans. Ooh, okay. So now I know a little bit about your style and mm-hmm. maybe everyone else can kind of pick up from there. We can see on your website too. What, uh-huh. you, what you're going to wear and I bet you it's a lot of the stuff you listed 100% and there's going to be yeah. more coming in terms of like the collection as well that was just the first
everybody fashion hole I don't wanna wear what everybody else wears Wanna be able to set the fashion for Instead of filling pockets with the billionaires Take it back to mass production Try father age Never mind the thousands who don't burn a living wage Making all the garments they could never own Gotta hit the target working too from the internet, it's shipped around the globe Oh, so cheap you wear it once or leave it in your wardrobe Once it's out of fashion in the bin, it goes What on earth is happening to all these clothes? All the speedy fashion houses, they would say a thing It's the end for you, the awakened shopper sing Goodbye now and ever, cause the sea Fashion hole. I don't wanna wear what everybody else wears. Wanna be a witness of the fashion for instead of filling pockets with the billionaire. Microplastic underwear, rewashing our faces so we don't look bad. See you who never lose a taste for greed. Always hit to sell us more that we don't need. Circular collection tickets for a ride on the road to your side. So I don't wanna hear about your fashion hole. I don't wanna wear what everybody else wears. Wanna be a witness of the fashion fall instead of filling pockets of the billionaires. Alpha sessions. I also saw that you recently played on the Frank Skinner radio show, right? Mm-hmm. So how did this make you feel on a radio show? Yeah, it's cool. He's a great guy, and it's really, really nice of him to include someone like me. It's a pretty small, unknown artist on the show. Would you say it's like a big stepping stone in your career? I think so. Yeah, definitely. That and the BBC Six music plays. How was that? Yeah, lovely, yeah. Really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, I got played before Metronomy, which is one of my favourite artists, um, for that one as well. So, Have you got more gigs from it, or streams? Um, I think gigs are what give me more gigs, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, seeing someone seeing me live, I think there's, like, no... I've had learnt this, I guess over quite a long period of time, but there's no 
replacement for being in the room with someone in terms of building that connection and that's the the number one thing I think that will drive and certainly for me anyway drives more engagement with fans and more gigs as well because then they're like oh that was really cool I would like you to come play here and that kind of thing you know it kind of spirals and goes from there definitely definitely so where's your favorite place that you've performed then I'm going to take a second to think. Um, <laughs> think of all the places. <laughs> I think Chad's Palace was really cool. Yeah, that was a really cool show. It was a huge venue. It looked like, it looks kind of small when you first go in there. But then I literally got on the stage and like, whoa, this is like 150 people in here. <laughs> um, I think it's probably the biggest show I played accidentally. Um, plus, it was hosted by... Um, a band called the Near Jazz Experience. Um, the bass player in that band is the play- bass player from Madness. So I got to meet him. Um, so that was really cool. And <laughs> the band is insane as well. The guy puts like two saxophones in his mouth at once. <laughs> I don't know how he does it. <laughs> and he gets like the audience interaction. Everybody gets a shaker and then they want to take oh, it wow. home at the end. And he has to be like, sorry, we need them for the next show. Please give them back. <laughs> Yeah, but I see like so much fun. It's so great when it's interactive. Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's so really much cool. fun. Now the big, big question, right? Mm-hmm. Are you thinking of touring anytime soon? I think I'll definitely try and tour my second album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would still like to do shows very regularly. Mm-hmm. Um I think I'm in kind of a transitionary period with that in terms of getting like a good flow a good balance in my life for that to happen um so yeah so where would you want to tour then like i would do the the uk UK first yeah the uk i did like a mini tour for my album um i think last year or the year before um and it was like little venue so i did brighton London and then Newport, which I don't know if you've been to, but it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> How was it all there? Was it fun? Yeah, it's fun. I like it. And as I said, like you get to find new fans, yeah. meet new people, and experience new places. I love travel, so it's a win-win. Yeah. So, is there anywhere in the UK where you're like desperate to go perform in one of the places which is definitely on your bucket list for touring? I think Scotland would be cool. Because I've not done Scotland before. Because I've done mm. Wales, I've done England. So, like, Edinburgh or Glasgow or somewhere. Um, also, Liverpool. I really mm. like the vibe of Liverpool. It's a really cool run there. Really mm-hmm. cool Liverpool. That mm-hmm. rhymes. Even better. Yeah, cool Liverpool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Could yeah. be like a slogan. 100%. Yeah, for, for your next show, if you show, if you ever do a show around there, you could do, it's really cool Liverpool, come see me. Perfect, I will steal that. If you have to, I get credit. (laughs) So now I want to know what your social medias are, what platforms you use. Tell us, how Mm -hmm. can we find you? Yeah, so I'm pretty straightforward. I'm at Mari Dangerfield everywhere. So that's M-A-R-I-T-A-N-G-E-R-F-I-E-L-D. I'm on Instagram, X, threads, um, TikTok, of course, um, 
Bandcamp, Spotify. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> Even Reddit. <laughs> you got everything. Uh, do you have a website? Yep, murraydangerfield.com and youtube.com. Slash murraydangerfield is like where my music videos are, my mm-hmm. music videos. I also have another YouTube channel in the works um, for my past projects, which was um, Style Theme Tutorials. Um, it's called Sound of Stylus, and that's a podcast as well. So for people that are interested in learning about the stylophone and people who've done really cool things with it and made their mark, um, that is something that they could check out as well. That's really cool. So do you run that podcast? I do, and I'm currently, this month, we're recording some of the episodes for season two, so... Wow, really, really cool. <laughs> so yeah, you. check it out. Um, and I'd love to end this session by asking, what advice would you give to aspiring artists? I would say... Get in on the social media early. And... Know what you want. I mean, like, for example, when I was starting out, I didn't know what I wanted in terms of what I was doing. I kind of figured it out as I went along. So it's kind of like, it's contradictory, like, know what you want, but also figure it out on the way, if you have to. And I'd also say, make sure that you're enjoying it. Like, it's really easy for everything to become overwhelming, and you lose sight of why you're doing it in the first place. So make sure that it's a passion project, through and through, Like you don't compromise yourself for anything. Definitely. Yeah. That was really, really nice. Well, thank you. I thank you so much for talking to us today. Performing for great. us. Thank you. And yeah, I hope you have a good afternoon and stream at Murray Dangerfield. <laughs> thank you. You never said it, baby, but I know that something's wrong. for so long I opened up to you
Oh, 